Ladies and gentlemen, I, I am here. This is Ann Diggity. It is August 15th. I want to send a happy birthday shout out to my cousin Tashawn Pope, a.k.a. Tata Truth. Yes, sir. It is Thursday. I'm trying to make it check the check on every Thursday. Yes, we got to talk, people. We have to talk. This this is going to be a good one, man. I prepared. I came prepared. So let me catch you guys up on my weight loss journey first. Man, oh, man. Well, as they say in South Carolina, golly. It's been ups and downs, man. It's still a tug of war, man. There's a thin line between vegetables and cake. I'm trying to get it right. I promise y'all. I promise y'all. But, um, yeah, I have to. I was talking to my, my boy, Phil, today. And... We was talking about the cost versus extra life, like Super Mario. So he said, he said that it's expensive to eat healthy, to eat healthy, but you'll live longer. So you want to save money and get that the Burger King. Ten nuggets for a dollar forty nine, or the four for fours, or the two for fives. You know that's all cool and all. You save a penny or or whatnot. Dollar them dollar holler pizzas. I call them the dollar hollers. You know you can save money, but <laughs> if you want to live longer, it, it's it's. It's an executive decision. It's going to cost. It's going to cost. How much salad? Salad is like $10. $10 for salad. Um, so what I did, I caught the salad on sale. I got my little tuna fish in the can. Soon, soon as I get out of here, I'm about to get it in. <laughs> tuna fish and salad. It's about a little after 1 a.m., y'all. This is going to be one of the more the late night podcast recordings. But whenever you hear it, just hear it. Just listen. Well, so getting right into it, you know, I was thinking, I, I went to work and, and at work, work is a lot of things, man. Work is... Work is basically 70% of my life right now. Just working, you know. Work is, for me, work is the new social media. You know, I'm on it all the time. Whenever <laughs> whenever I need it, you know, I'm just, I'm just there. I'm just, I'm there. You know, I'm like... I'm liking things. I'm disliking things. (laughs) 
If I have a real conversation with you, that's my tweet. <laughs> you know, if I put you to the side, that's your private message. You know, working has become social media to my life. You know, I'm on it 24-7. And so while, while I work, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it, it, it got me to thinking as, as an employee from an employee standpoint and an employee standpoint, which I am. So, so an employee's point of view, I'm like, I say to myself, if I'm trying to live the life that was designed for me or the life I desire, it would be getting tired of coming to work every day, working the most demeanorful, the any any of you out here know, know what I'm talking about? Working the most demeaningful jobs, you know, where, where you you're devalued and less appreciated. Don't get me wrong; there's some people out here that can touch your spirit and, and make you see the glass half full and, and lift you up verbally. But that's not always the case. So, I understand not just work, but outside of work as well. If I'm trying to live the life that I desire or the life that God has designed for me, I got to get tired of not living. Hanging out with people that act like they average when there's nothing average about them. Having a nine to five poverty mindset, you know. When, you know, I had a conversation with my father, again going back to when when I was hooked on marijuana. You know, I was spending all my money on it, spending all my time on it, and marijuana meant everything to me. And I had a conversation with my father. He said, don't worry, son. You're going through what you're going through right now, but you'll get tired. You'll get tired. And I said, Pops, what you mean? He said, you'll get tired of not having no money. You'll get tired of not experiencing what you want to experience. What you want to experience. I remember, man, my friends used to literally come in my house to get me. And... And say, Aunt, we going out tonight. We going out. And I'll tell them, nah, I'm not going nowhere, man. I'm just going to stay here and hide this marijuana. I've been, I smoke this marijuana I've been hiding from y'all. <laughs> and, and, and that's been my life. Every week, every weekend, they, they, they would say, Aunt, come on, Aunt. You got to get out the house. You got to get out the house. I tell him no. I'm staying. I'm staying here. I'm staying here. You know. So he said, "You're gonna get." My father said, "You're gonna get tired of that. You're gonna get tired of that of that lifestyle. You're gonna want more." 
And you know what? He was right. I let it go. I started traveling. I started meeting new people. I started, you know, you know, engaging, stepping out of my shell, and, and creating purpose. Most importantly, you know, being somebody, feeling important to somebody else. You know, and it was a great feeling. So. When it comes to success and failure, you know, I use that same advice. My father, my, my father told me, and I put it in my head, you're going to get tired of failing. You're going to get tired of feeling like a failure. You're going to get tired of, you know, not succeeding. And there's going to come a time. And when you hit that point, if you rebound as soon as the ball hit the rim, all you're going to do is win, no matter what. All you're going to do is win, 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 win. You know, and I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to get, get to that point, man. I'm still trying to get to that point, but it's like, for me, it's like, all right, I understand that every restaurant you go to, every restaurant you go to, somebody's refilling your water, cleaning your tables, and whether it's just to provide for your family themselves or using it as an experience to climb the corporate ladder or or the fast food ladder or whatever the case might be. You know, it's it's eventually growth. You know, that's what that's what I got out of that. You know, like stepping stones. So so again a little background on me and Diggity. Both my parents dropped out of high school. Born in Coney Island, raised in the Bronx. And my mom did the best she could. My pop said, you're going to have to be a man and figure it out. <laughs> and he walked out. <laughs> He's like my best friend now, but growing up it was hard without a father. I had to learn everything I knew from the corner. From the corner, from being on a block, you know, JD Kiss Style P and Seek Loots, they they call it D Block. Not D Block, sell D Block, but you know, when you live in the projects, it's D Block. Every day, every day I was on it. And every day that was my father, you know. You know they the D block made sure I didn't get played. I was paid in full. And I knew how to fight, and I and I knew how to talk to women. That was it. Stuff your father taught me my jump shot on a basketball court. That was really, that was why my mom was out 
basically paying the rent and putting food on the table. My father was the neighborhood. My father was the neighborhood. So I had to do what I had to do. What I thought I had to do. You know, not realizing how many opportunities or what different routes I could have taken. You know, and now I'm sitting here at 31 years old, not not in a race, but tr- trying to catch up, trying to make up for all the time that I lost, man. Because when I'm at work, and I sit there and look at the beautiful, beautiful view and understand that I can't, I'm working somewhere I can't afford to live. I'm meeting celebrity after celebrity after celebrity, you know, and not capitalizing on the opportunity. And, you know, today I call myself just looking out the window, looking out the window and seeing. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I see. If you listen to this, close your eyes and picture this. Imagine working at a place where you see you're in New York City. You can see the West Side Highway. You can see the end of the Long Island Railroad. You can see the Hudson River. You can see Jersey. Now you also see Madison Square Garden. You also see the Empire State Building and all of the condos that's not as tall as the building that you in. You know, everything. The New Yorker Hotel. You see Brooklyn. You see the 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 skyline, basically the whole skyline of New York City, you know, this is what you see at work. I'm home right now, and you know what I see? I see the other half of my building looking out the window. I can see my neighbor's apartment because some reason he don't believe in curtains. <laughs> you know... I, I can't see the street. I just see a wall. A wall. Maybe Trump should come here. But it's crazy. I I go outside and see the the world's most famous arena from where I work. And but from where I live, I see hustlers, I see drug Drug users, drug addicts, I should say. I see panhandlers. I see every single store that's trying to take your money and provide for their family and 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 enrich their family or send money to their country, like whatever they have to. I see public transportation. Multiple buses. I see a bunch of fast food restaurants that'll kill you if you constantly eat from there. 
You know, I don't see what I see at work, but I hate being at the idea of being at work. I think hate is a strong word. I don't hate being at work. I hate, I dislike the fact that, I should say, I dislike the fact that I work for someone, basically, that have the life that I want. And that's not so much hate. That's just being a hater. You know, I, I just it's just coming to me now. The I work for someone who has the lifestyle that I want. Maybe the principles that I want. And is for me, my 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 struggle is my success. My success is my struggle. So it don't matter how he got there, or it don't matter how he operates his business. All I know is that I'm an employee, and I get a check every week. But uh, the money don't matter to me, but the lifestyle does. You know, imagine a life where you you, you can tell your mama she don't have to work anymore. Or, you know, getting season passes to the Knicks game. I always wanted to do that. And get season tickets to the Knicks game. Be that every home Knicks game. You know, stuff like that, man. And it's out there for us. I believe in my heart of hearts. But it's all about. Growth. All about growing, man. We talk about the the world famous arena. You know, in my neighborhood, is the world's nicest basketball player that never made it. You know, the world, the. The people that dropped out of high school and want to rap and promote ignorant stuff and stuff like that. It's all a tug of war to me, man. It's all you either going to go left or you're going to go right. Straight up and down is not an option. Left or right? She gonna go left for you, and she gonna go right for you. But it's it's the power and surrendering. Hey, I'm not gonna go this way anymore. I'm gonna just go this righteous right way for the rest of my life. Uh. And let your belief and faith guide you into your skill until until it's it catches up to your skill. Oh man, like today I was having this comment on a conversation with one of my coworkers and we was just talking about like the art of communication again. He was saying that To get what you want, 
it ha- you have to have some form of communication. If you want to get married or have a relationship or just just be an, an acquaintance or a friend to a female, you know, it got to be... It gotta be a, a way of language to you to communicate. Cause I was telling him I hate small talk, and he made it clear as day. Like I understand you make you hate small talk, but it's two things. First, you don't want to say. What a woman don't like. And and the second thing is. Stuff ain't going your way. Just. Hit. Flip the chessboard. In the middle of the game. And pick up the pieces and start over. Or. or take your ball and go home. Like, I don't know if you guys ever been to a basketball court with, like, a whole bunch of people and you're the only one with a ball. And they try to start the game without you. So they want to use your ball and not let you play. You take your ball and you go home. And that's the same way I felt in relationships With, with, with females or whoever you are. Whoever you, your spouses or you attracted to, or you, you, whoever you want to start a relationship with. Um, I'm always wondering why that we have to cut, nip everything in the butt as soon as it happens because it could grow big, big stuff that we don't like. It can expand if you don't nip. So you have to nip everything in the butt in the beginning. So further down the line, it's already been explained. Like, I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it that that you argue with random people in the street. Because uh, I see that, that, that same energy could be used to do something else, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be, but I'm looking for a woman that is strong, powerful, and know how to take care of her man, point blank. And I'll end it on that. You know. Um, before I go, I want to shout out my sponsor. My man, Philip Reed. Uh, right now, he's working hard day and night. Trying to grab, gather funds to shoot a movie. Uh, there's a trailer out right now. On the movie, The Lost Borough. And you can go to www.gofundme.com slash 
The Lost Borough. And the movie is about a young kid from Yonkers. You know, try to be a role model for his little brother. And he battles between good and evil, the tug of war, of making it out the neighborhood and the neighborhood showing him that you can be successful in the neighborhood. You know, so it's it's a class. It's, it's a it's a clash between good and evil again, but it's also a classic. Guys, whatever you can, just anything helps. But that's all for me, folks. I'm going to wind down and think about the one. Alexa, play. Take off your shoes, untie your shoestrings, take off your cufflinks.